Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of O Jeremiah Talks, the podcast where your favorite band, O Jeremiah, literally just talk to each other for an hour. That's the whole thing. Uh, this week on the podcast, we talk about the anniversary of our sophomore album, Joymonger. We released or we recorded this episode the day after May 1st, which, which some people would call May 2nd. But uh, it is only significant because on May 1st of last year, we released an album. And it was in the middle of a pandemic, and the pandemic is still ongoing. And we kind of uh, just take inventory of how we feel now and celebrate and enjoy and reminisce on the album that is Joymonger. And if you jump over to our Patreon page, we talk about the Oscars and what we loved, what we didn't love, and uh, me more so, what we really didn't love. So uh, if you're into that, go to our Patreon page. It's ojeremiahtalks.com or just look up ojeremiah on Patreon. We also talk about new music coming up, and if you subscribe to our Patreon, that is available now. So uh, we have a new single coming out on May 21st, so uh, get your calendars marked. <laughs> is that what people do? Anyway, so here is the new episode of O Jeremiah Talks. Let's get into it. I wanted to be you talking on the intro. I don't feel together. Yeah. What an emotional week we've had. Tis true, sir. It, tis true. Oh, I like that we're going no. British medieval. That no. feels good. I'm I just saw. It's funny you bring that up. I just saw, or actually, I brought it up, but I just saw an yeah, article. Yeah, no one brought up anything. Yeah, I'm okay. the only one talking. Yeah, but I just saw an article that said the Georgia medieval festival is coming back finally. So like, we're yeah, opening babe, the doors to everything. Are you? You're on the. Are you yeah. on the jousting committee? Uh, I ever since I was a kid. Yeah. Ever since I was a kid, yeah. I've always loved. A Knight's Tale. That is one of the movies that if I'm in a hotel and it's playing, I cannot change it. Why? Because you pictured yourself as a knight? Why do I feel like that was a criticism and also a genuine question? It it was a genuine question. No, I know. And I hate that. No, I did not picture myself as a knight. But I loved Heath Ledger in that movie. Mm -hmm. But the guy that plays Vision in, in The Avengers, the guy, he's in WandaVision. We don't really, we're not really Marvel people, so we're not caught up, but I know that he is Vision. I don't even know a Knight's Tale, so I'm just trying to keep up. He has <laughs> the best role in that movie. He is like the announcer guy. And I remember as a kid being like, that's the coolest guy ever. So anytime a Knight's Tale comes on, I'm very excited about it. Okay. So anyway, okay. All this to say, I want to go to the medieval festival with you. Okay. I am going to need you to find someone else to go with. Who who else could go? I was with actually me? joking about um, being on the committee. Obviously. Oh, you were. You were joking. Yeah. That hilarious joke just flew right above my head. Thank you. I love you. Uh, I actually went to school with someone. Like a guy was in the music, de- no, the violin department with me, and he ended up being like a a jouster. A jouster. That that seems like a job you fall into, not one. Yeah, you I mean, aspire like, I think to. that's. I think he like did it for real though. Like if we were in. If we were in the, what it, I don't even know, the 1300s, is that the, mm-hmm. I just took a stab mm-hmm. at it. I have no idea. Like, that is probably a job that you're like, Mom, I want to be one of the jousters. But I think now, we should probably steer away from, like, trying to guess this information because we don't know any of it. No, I, like, I don't even know enough to make fun of it. Let's talk about our week. Okay, go ahead. How's your feeling today? My feeling is great. I started therapy this week. I know. Yeah, so my, my feelings are... <laughs> Strickland up- House update. We are... We are a feeling family. Uh, always. Always. But 
a lot this week. A lot this week. Yeah. I'm kind of, I think I'm kind of like kind of coming down from it cuz like the weekend the weekend lately has been like okay, we see friends, we hang out with people and then we also like oh, I don't know, it's like kind of like you recalibrate for like the next week obviously. And I'm just maybe because there's a lot of ups and downs this past week. By the time by the time Monday rolls around, it's like we're like a crash landing into you know, it feels like yeah, it does. It's, we're like burnt from our landing, and just be like, oh, I need, I've got like three hours to rest right. before this all starts. Especially so since we like started hanging out with people again, like since COVID, because like I, I don't know. I'm just like you're in, so in your head right I'm now. In I my can head tell more than you're, ever. Can, can you talk about the uh, the the introvert feeling of social anxiety coming back? Like I. Like, what's it like for you being in conversations with people now, specifically masked off? Like, if you're outside and you're talking to somebody, like, walk me through what your head is telling you. Yeah, because I think, like, I show embarrassment really easily, like, on my face. So, like, having the mask over it was definitely kind of, like, a security of, like, I didn't have to worry about being found out in that way. See, I have the opposite experience because I'm always like, when I have a mask on, I can't be funny. I can't. No, I get that. And yeah, it's definitely, I definitely, I I know that like I'm mostly funny because of like the facial expressions I do, or at least I think that to be true. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Um, Yeah, I know. I, it's definitely, yeah, since hanging out with people again without mask and just in general, I've had, I've just been in my head more than ever, just like. Because I replay conversations in my head a lot. Um, that's just kind of like how I've always been. I did have a really cool moment this week where I was um, at a really embarrassing moment over Zoom with my nutrition class. Please tell this story. I love this story. <sighs> well, okay. So every Thursday we have this like weekly class call and there's like we're regrouped up and whatever. So that ends up being... All that to say, there's like 80 people on this Zoom call, but most weeks we do like what they call like a breakout session. And I don't know if most, I, don't, I didn't know this until I started the class, but if you're on Zoom with a ton of people, the host of the Zoom can break you into groups. And so you could be on a screen with 80 people and then suddenly be in a screen with five people. It's actually pretty cool. So that's how we do like our weekly assignments is we, we get into groups, whatever. There's this online tool that we all that we use every week during like group stuff and it's called a jam board and it's basically a way for an interactive uh, whiteboard for anyone to use. And so they create like whatever group number you're in, they'll create like a jam board for your group to like use. I always want to be a team player. I always want to help out. I always like knowing my role in a group situation because I hate group projects because I always end up I feel like I always end up doing a lot of the work. But anyways, I, so I have taken on the role of like, okay, anytime I'm in a breakout session, I will be the one to volunteer to write on the jam board. So this week was no exception. I was like, here we go, Erin, let's just like freaking do it. And we're learning about blood sugar regulation right now. And we learn about the PALs, which are the organs and the tissues that are responsible play a huge role in your blood sugar regulation, okay? And so anyways, our group got assigned the pancreas. And that's my favorite. The assign Okay, sure. The assignment was to create a dating profile for each of the organs that was related to blood sugar regulation. And they meant they meant like 
they had questions like, what's a fun fact about you? Who are some of your friends? What is your job? You know, it's like a quirky little like whatever. So make like a dating profile. Okay. So I get in my group. I'm trying to be a team player. One of my instructors is in my group. So I'm trying to like make sure it's clear that I'm doing my best as a student. Sure. And I go to write on the freaking jam board and it's not working. And so I was like, hey, I'm just going to type this up in a document and I'll send it in later. But as we're talking, it would be really convenient if I can actually get the jam word to work. So then I start typing and I I make a joke. I was like, hey, y'all, the pancreas is only like six inches long. Do you want to make like a joke about that? And like everyone thought that was like hilarious. So I was like, I mean, I guess we have to. It's a dating profile. It's like this is funny. So I go, I type everything up in the document. They're saying like ridiculous things like we swing both ways for the endocrine and exocrine glands. I'm this, da, da, da. I escort the pancreatic enzymes to the duodenum. Anyway, sorry. Um, so I'm sitting here trying, just imagine trying to type these jokes that people are saying while also getting the facts correct. So I'm like frustration, no, fluster level 11. Like, I'm just, like, flustered. So then everyone's, like, having a really hard time coming up with stuff. And we only have, like, seven minutes left. So I'm like, okay, listen, I'm just going to go try to write on this jam board. The only thing that my computer receives from my typing on our public page for the entire class to see is sitting at six inches long. And then my computer freezes and it won't write the rest of the paragraph. So we break out of the um, break. We get back into the big classroom. They make it seem like we have to read it out loud. Did not know it was voluntary. But I was like, okay, I guess I have to speak for my group because I'm the only one that has the information on the document. So I'm like red face reading to 80 silent people laughing. And all the board said was sitting at six inches long. And it's just very embarrassing. No, I love that. And I love it because for me, that would have been like my time to shine. Mm -hmm. Like I love, there's nothing... more than I love than a pancreas might be a weenie joke. Sure. Like, I think that is a great, that's totally. my wheelhouse that's of like humor. That's like a good one. But like, the thing is, is like, in the moment, I hammed it up. Like, I knew I was being funny. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because our, our paragraph was horrible. Like, if you heard everyone else's, you're like, oh, that's a really funny joke on a dating profile. But ours was like, so factual. And then occasionally we'd use the word like escort or swingers. And it was just like, so dumb. It was just not good. Because my group like would not give me the facts. I was like, y'all, I literally I can't type and look at the book. Like someone tell me what the pancreas freaking does. And I was getting so mad, but trying to play it cool. And so whenever I read the thing, I was just like hamming up to be funny. And even at the end, like everyone like started commenting in their chat they're like oh my gosh go Erin that was awesome and but in my mind I'm like this is what everyone thinks of me now yeah six inches no six inches that's your new nickname exactly and at the end of the thing even one of the instructors was like hey can we make sure to get like group one's description because I was so funny and then I got on Instagram after class and one of my classmates messaged me and she was like oh my gosh Erin I really wish I was in your group and I was like, but you don't, though, because none of us know anything about the pain. So how did, this, how did my question of tell me about social anxiety end up being this brag about how funny you are? No, it's that not. That is exactly what happened. Well, okay, maybe people thought I was funny, but I spiraled that into thinking, like, uh, people think I'm a joke. Like, I'm not taking this class seriously. I don't know what the pancreas actually does. I was feeling just, like, insecure. But then here's the gift of what happened that night. I was in my head about it all day. I told my mom about it. We laughed. Told you about it. We laughed. Realizing that it is a funny it is a funny situation that happened. 
Yeah. But like, I am very prone to replay that over and over and over until I think it's a bad memory. Yes. And so, like, you chew it until it tastes bad. Right. Yes. And so I was that. I took like a relaxing bath that night. That's like kind of like my go-to to like calm me down lately. And I had, I was just like, my brain, I said to myself, I said, you don't have to think about this. And then you had I, to give yourself permission for that. Right. And so that has been kind of my mantra this week. And I'm trying to do that right now of like, you don't have to think about that. Mm-hmm. That's a gift. Uh, so g- what I hear you saying is that Every time you have a an interaction like that, you leave with thoughts that start fine, but spiral out of control. Right. It also, like, I know I was like being funny in the moment, and it was like working, but my heart was like racing. Yeah. So my body read that as like you're not in a good situation. Hmm. Because I um like in learning about blood sugar regulation this week, we learned that. Your body doesn't know the difference between making a funny joke and being nervous about it and being attacked by a bear. Like it just feels fear and nervousness, like all the and excitement, all the you kind of your body reacts the same way. So like your cortisol, insulin levels, like glucose numbers are all reacting the same. Yeah. So like if if you experience that, I, I feel like if if you're experiencing that extreme too much then you're gonna have like spikes in it yeah and in not a good way and then your cortisol levels are off and then your adrenal glands are messed up and like i've talked about this before but now i'm learning why that that's happening yeah and so i don't i try to like one of they after our zoom weekly calls they always do like a participation assignment right after and they do like a writing prompt on a discussion board supporting whatever we talked about and they're like you know you have to send it out and the question this week, it's always like self-reflective. It was like, what are you doing in your daily or what do you do re- on a regular basis to support your pals, meaning the organs that regulate your blood sugar? And I put like my yoga practice because that it, the stillness in that rem- like reminds me to like quiet my thoughts. And that's how I'm able to sit in a bathtub with like nothing going on around me for like 20 minutes and just be there with my thoughts and say things like you don't have to think this and just practicing regulating back to like base level zero. Yeah. Because I feel like my personality is so prone to like spiking in fears and spiking in, in those numbers. And that's, that's not good for my overall health. And I'm, and I'm you have like, to actively teach your brain, hey, this you're hurting yourself when you do this. Yes, you have because, to like, stop. Your central nervous system is like the first thing that responds to blood sugar. Well, like you're or, or one of the it's it's it, it's a regulatory system, right? Like you're it's a your body is always trying to create this like homeostasis of like normal levels of blood glucose which like controls your energy and everything throughout the day. And the fact that your central nervous system, like that fight or flight flight that I was talking about, plays such a key role in that. I'm like this. It's just amazing how stress is the one. I I think stress is like the number one factor with like our health. Oh, I've heard so many stories of person gets uh, diagnosed with uh, type four brain cancer. And then decides, you know what, I don't have that long to live. I'm just going to go pursue my passion of, like, 
like, I don't know, surfing, goes surfing, leaves his woes behind, comes back, and he cancer's gone. Hmm. Like, I read— Yeah, um, I didn't even relate that to that. Yeah. yeah, The Power of Habit. I think it was The Power of Habit I read that in, and it was basically like uh, whenever you remove stress from your life, it will— I don't, Maybe it wasn't Power of Habit because that wouldn't make sense for it to be in there, but maybe it yeah. is. Anyway, it— we stress does a big number on our bodies that we don't give it credit for. Oh, it, it does so much to us. So that's and this is the most stressed our society's ever been. Yeah. And I also, um, I think I told you this, like blood sugar elevation was never an issue before the introduction of like processed foods. It was only a concern if your blood sugar numbers were low because everyone's experienced that dip in blood sugar where you get hangry, you're... Um, really tired, you're weak, you're shaky, you know, like, yeah. that's a dip. That's the only thing that we had to worry about before processed foods. But now because we have that out there, it is a worldwide concern of elevated numbers. And stress is a huge factor in that as well. And plus, and so, we've all been locked up in COVID. And we're all like, our nerves are shot. And little, th- like never in history, of, since I've been alive, can someone yell at you, from across the street other than telling you put your mask on like we are so stressed in so many different ways and yeah. it's elevated we're divided on so many different things and it i think it's taking a toll on us yes we're like more we're than, relearning everyone's saying this now like you're relearning how to re-enter society and it's freaking hard it's freaking hard it's interesting when you describe how you get out of that i cannot take like a relaxing bath to get out of my head that makes me go further into my head. I have to go for a run. Yeah. Like I have to do something physical yeah. to get like tension out of my body. Like that's where it yeah. lives for me. Like for you, like I've heard this recently that like y- your anxiety is a cue for movement. Yes. That you need movement. Yes. Mine is often that I need stillness. Yeah. And I like, I, I wonder how much I need stillness, but my, but I want movement. And I'm vice versa. <laughs> yeah. Like whenever we do you, because uh, sometimes I'll go to yoga with you and I'll leave and I'll just be like, wow, that is so hard for me. Yeah. It is so hard for me to go that slowly. And like yesterday, we, you wanted to go to the gym and you're like, hey, can we walk there? And I was like, I, I'd rather get run over by a bulldozer. Just like the idea of it taking an hour longer. And you're just like, no, no, let's just take it slow. And I just, I'm ready now yeah. in all things. Yeah. And like. I'm such a reactionary person whenever things go wrong and I want to be able to just like receive a negative email and just like sit with it really calmly instead of going to 11. Yeah. And I just, I want to be better at that. And I'm hoping that comes with age. Who knows? Yeah. I'm hoping so too. Cause now whenever we have interactions with people, the thing I chew on is, Oh, they, they talk to me kind of funny. Like, I wonder if they're mad at me or I wonder if, if, oh, yeah, I can't get, I can't stop that. I never did that before, I don't think. Oh, man, have I made you that way? I don't, maybe, maybe it's like a result of our marriage, but like, sorry, I see people and I'm like, oh, wow, that person didn't say hey to do me. They, they usually me? say, yeah, do they hate me? Like, I'm like living did in I that. Did I do something that I didn't know, that I don't know? Yeah. I think that a lot. Well, the thing I always thought, that's what I'm, there it is. That's what I'm in my head about the most is I'm, my brain is telling me, did you screw up and you don't remember? Yeah, my, uh, my mom. Or like not just my mom, like growing up where I grew up in the in the community that I grew up in, it was always like, oh, are they talking about you? Mm-hmm. Like it's like, are they? And it was always like gossipy and it was always, 
well, I mean, you know, they're having trouble at home. So like, maybe it's like, that's what's bothering them. But, and it was all, it was never like practical, like healing conversations. And I carry the residue of that sometimes. I remember that kind of, that kind of thought process too, from like my, like my, my mom's culture and all them were kind of like that too. Yeah. Is that a Southern thing? Like the bless your heart culture? I don't know. Yeah, because because that, that is something that I'm actively working against. Because to be like, what is, I know is true is that I I love them, and if they don't love me back, it's because of something in their life, not for something I did, or right. they misinterpreted something I meant in love. You know? Yeah, like the whole like you're not responsible for how someone else like feels about you, which sounds mean, but it's actually like really good advice. Well, it's gotta it's freeing, right? Because um, I did I just want I don't want to. I'm not I'm not that important to people as I think I am. Like I think that everyone's like not in the way that you think you are. Right, right. Like you are important to people, but not no, know, in but the way that I did, there's no way these people are thinking about the interactions that we had today. Yeah, there's no way. But maybe no they're way. thinking about other ones. There's no way. Maybe they had a bad day. Maybe you know. I don't know. It's just weird. We're we're relearning how to be people in social situations. I'm not doing great at it. Well, I mean, you deserve the grace that we all deserve because it's tough. It's weird. Like watching Ted Lasso and everyone's in the stands and no one's wearing a mask. I'm like, uh, how did this show even make it to air? But because, you know. I want to experience that show for the first time again. Me too. We've we've watched it twice all the way through already. It's amazing. It's so good. Uh, Let's talk about uh, Mm -hmm. the thing we want to talk about. So one year ago yesterday, we released our second album, Joymonger, and I totally forgot about it because it mm-hmm. feels like we're recording this on a um, on Sunday. So it was yesterday we're on Saturday, May first. Yeah, uh, I saw my friend's kid today, and I remember when she was like brand new, like she was just born, and he he was like, "Yeah, her birthday is on Sunday," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, how old is she going to be?" Thinking he was going to say one, and he's like, "She's going to be two. And I realized that, like, oh, yeah, I went a whole year without seeing this person. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I feel about a record, where it's like, oh, my gosh, it's, it didn't just come out. Like, and it's been out for have, a like, year. And we like, 300 vinyl in our closet. Yeah, right, because we never got to tour it. Exactly. Like, we never got to play the songs live. Like, we played, like, a handful of them at some weird, like, college, like, events. But it, for the most part— They were like, great, though. Oh, they were amazing, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but there were like one or two events that we got to actually play over the last year and a half. And I feel like we've been playing a lot of them for a long time. Maybe because we, we toured them before the album came out. Maybe. I think there's like three songs off that record that we played a lot. Yeah. But the it's just it's interesting that like it feels like our baby's all grown up and she never like really got to fly <laughs> the coop. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it was really fun right, right. because last year our friends threw like a Joymonger parade because at that point in pandemic – we 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 all thought we were goners like and it has been devastating for more ways than just you know the loss of lives but it had a much bigger toll than we thought that was around the time that masks weren't like required yet do you remember that yeah i remember being the guy in kroger without a mask being like i can't believe that person is that scared mm-hmm. and so that person's wearing a mask because they're that scared and just how different it went like a month later yeah, it was like a month that it was like so different. Yeah, because now I I kind of feel like, you know, we're entering this new phase where it's like, do we start like taking them off? Like, do we do we break the norm so we can start going to normal? Like, it's just we're for the for the last year and a half, we have been walking this tightrope 
of new normal that we're all just exhausted because mm-hmm. it's never like we can never just like relax and be like, oh, this is the way it is now because, you know, um, cases are spiking in India. And we I thought I, for the last month I've been thinking, oh, this is almost over again. But it just it comes I right back. I thought that too. Yeah. But also like whenever you look at like my hometown and maybe yours, like they have kind of gone back to normal. Yeah, they kind of have. Yeah. But, you know, we're going in, in two weeks. It'll be interesting to see how it's going. I know. Yeah, I I think I took for granted how much, like, we traveled and got to see different areas and experiencing just, like, coming home again. And we've been in this apartment for so long. And I, but the thing is, is, like, I really love hanging out with you. Oh, I know. That's, so you and I, in therapy, we had talked about this last year. This is about to go so much deeper than a record we released a year ago. So, like, happy birthday, Joy Munger. Yeah, no, uh, no, I mean, I think that we can no, come I'm back. Just, around. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I was making a joke. Okay. I'm not criticizing. Uh, a lot of my therapy, and I've talked about it some on the podcast, is just like based around my identity and how, like, that was kind of stripped. And I'm basically trying to figure out, like, okay, when the thing you love is gone, who are you then? That's like basically the thing. Also, of- yeah, like, you're also kind of coming to terms with, like, yeah, my identity has been stripped away from me for the past year, but also I shouldn't wrap my identity in this thing. Yeah, because this thing was always a joy. It was never a savior. It was always like, yeah. it, this was always a, v- a beach vacation, but for some reason I thought I had to move here. And like, I, I want to go back to it being a beach vacation, but... It's always been, I like... I'm sure whenever you were like an early teen, it's been your identity since then. So how do you, it was like my violin identity for 25 years. Yeah. Like, how do you shake that? Well, I don't, like, I'm not trying to stop playing music. Well, no, but how do you shake being identified by that? Well, uh, a pandemic helps. Like, because one of the things that I, f- I don't feel like when people are talking to me, they're talking to Jeremiah the musician. I feel like they're talking to Jeremiah the dude wearing a fedora or whatever I'm, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's, oh, it kind of forced you to get used to that. Yeah, because that's the thing I've realized is that I I feel like I have to get my identity back as a musician. Yeah. Because I, I did lose it. Yeah. And one of the things you and I talked about when we were walking to the gym, and we were I was very thankful that you brought that up, is I would get super bent out of shape at, at whenever we would rehearse the two of us or whenever I was like producing and you were supposed to be singing or whatever. And I always felt a pressure that I couldn't name. Yeah. And I think that's a good, that's a good. We, we used to always fight and yeah. I used to, you would ask me to do something and like it shouldn't be a problem, but for some reason it was always a problem. Yeah. A pressure that you can't name. That's a good way to put it. But it was basically because my identity and passion was on your shoulders too. Because I was a part of it. Yeah. And uh, this, it was a really good thing of like us talking and being like, yeah, we just need to bring more people into this because when we had more people involved, there was less pressure. Like we were a couple in a world of this thing that we had built. Mm -hmm. And then it became like, oh, we are each other's whole world in this way. Like it is 50% you, 50% me all the time. Yeah. And it just like, it started to feel like Either you were letting me down or I was letting you down, but neither were we weren't on the same team. It was almost like Man, an we unspoken every compet- time. Every time. And it was really helpful to hear that and to to look towards a future of, yeah, we're just gonna make this a community thing. Like we're gonna make this something that we share with other people 
because it has only been the two of us this last year. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have the outlet to even play to an audience. But uh, one of the things that I've loved, the whole reason I started this is because you said you really like hanging out with me. Yeah. Because in that conversation, you said, I just don't, I'm just, sometimes I get afraid that like, if we don't have music, that's like the thing we fell in love doing. Like, are we still the same? And I'm like, and I told you the last year and a half, we haven't had it. Mm-hmm. And this is the closest we've ever been, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. In every way. Like like legitimately cooped up in the same apartment, mm-hmm. but also like sharing experiences, sharing conversations. I feel like we've done a great job like facing each other and pursuing each other. And music was we've like... We've communicated a lot. And I feel like we've been on more dates with each other than we have like our whole marriage. Yeah. And I think that's... We're going on a vacation together that's not music related. Like Which I don't really... know if we've ever done. No, because our honeymoon even had a show in it. Yeah, I don't think we've ever done that. And like the thing was, is like we never, I, we never could identify that pressure because I don't use identify ironically, but like I never could name it because you'd be like, "What am I doing that's making you feel pressured?" And I never knew how to answer that. I'm like, "You're not. I just you're technically you not doing anything wrong." But, like, yeah, everything is at stake right now. Like, your whole self is at stake right now. And I have to... And it wasn't like, hey, you have to be perfect. It was just like, no, hey, I just... Like, I need you so bad. Yeah, but, I mean, that is what marriage is. But, like... Mm, Not a band, though. Oh, no, no. That's not what a band is. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that is not... You are correct. That is not what a band is. Yeah, I need you so bad right now. I need you to be this. Yes, and I think one of the things that we've always struggled with is how do you be in a band with someone you're married to? Like yeah. that, like the rules are so different. I and would I say. think we, I think we work really well together, but I think we have kind of like accepted that like we don't have to in every area. Yeah. I agree with that. Just because we're that couple that does everything together. Yeah. Doesn't mean that we have to be great at all of the areas. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just, I'm at this, at this point in my life where I'm like, yeah, let's, uh, let's re let's, go back to square one and figure out what we want this to look like when things open up. And I think that's an exciting thing. But whenever the Joymonger anniversary came around, I I thought I had cataloged all those feelings away as hurt, unmet expectations, um, you know, unrealized dreams. But whenever I saw was like going through my phone and like seeing the memories pop up, it was yeah. it was all good. Mm-hmm. It was all pride. Of like, I can't believe we got we did that. Yeah, that was a really fun day. That was a really fun day, and the record was really fun. Like, there were really great memories with that. Like, yeah, I just like could not believe that everyone did that. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, when you recorded the the Joymonger reprise. It was so quiet in the studio that if anyone in the entire house made a noise, we would have to start it over because we did it in one take, and legitimately, like, uh, our producer's wife like dropped a fork and we had to start over and she was like Mm -hmm. in a completely different part of the house but it was so intimate yeah that like no one could make a sound and there was one time whenever the dog in the studio just went oh and we had to start over Mm -hmm. like like memories like that are just like so fun to me yeah like we recorded my baby jimmy and me in our living room i forgot we did the reprise in one take yep in two different rooms and i didn't you didn't even see me singing yeah i didn't even see you singing i just like i i I held my breath basically for two minutes. Just to like listen for when to change the chord. Yes, exactly. That's kind of bananas. But I also remember we recorded a completely different version of Liza. 
uh, which was the first single off. Fluggy Strings. It was the Fluggy Strings. And yeah. we got most of the song done. And it just never felt good. It just yeah. never felt right. It's never right. You and wanted it to be that so hard. I know. I still, I still, sometimes I'd be like, should I have gone with like, plucky babe, strings? What if it was just like that ooh part that you did? And yeah. then that became the hook. That became the whole thing. But oh, so I was like playing, we were listening and I was like, dude, why don't you take out the bass? Take out the guitar, just, just the plucky strings. And the producer turns around and he's like, dude, I think this, you just need to start over. It's just oh not gosh, happening. That makes you want to eye roll so hard. I know. But like little memories like that, like are so that they will live on forever. Like with our first record, like I just yeah. remember these things and it, it brings me back to making it, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that I feel like that album was made in so many different places. Like we did like three different studios for that. Yeah. Our apartment, uh, Andrew Bloom's old yeah. place, uh, JD's like it, it was chaotic. A lot of stuff sure. wrapped up in that and out uh, like a record deal. Yeah, that was just, it was a, that was an era for us. It was an era that got cut short. I know. But it, it was an era nonetheless, and I'm thankful for it. So we've got new music coming out soon. Yep. Uh, it's going to be May 21st. We have a new single coming out. Can we yep. say that? I mean, we just said it. I'm not editing this out. I'm leaving it in. New I'm excited single about coming out. New single coming out, May 21st. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. So what are you into this week? What is one thing that you're into this week? Um, So... I feel like there's like a lot of things I've been into this week, but like we've been playing cards with our neighbors lately and I really enjoy that. The game we play is called Hand Knee Foot. I really enjoy playing cards. If you, if you've ever played the game Hand Knee Foot, please message us. It's fun. It's really fun. I've been enjoying it. But um, I'm not convinced it's a real game because I've never heard of it in my life. And by up? the time you're 31, you've heard of card games. Uh, Not necessarily. You don't then. think so? You think it's, you think we just wing it every time? I think we just wing it. That's not true. Yeah. Um, no, I've been into that card game lately, and um, yeah, that's that's what no, I'm great. into. Uh, I am into Billie Eilish's new song, Your Power. I need to listen to that. It's really good. Yeah. She, uh, it's it's really interesting. I feel like she is like the Justin Bieber of this era, where like everything she does is like a headline, like yeah. literally just her dyeing her hair blonde when she was almost blonde anyway. Yeah. People are like, oh, my gosh, it's the blonde era or whatever. Oh, gosh, and it's yeah. just like, yeah, she. it's just so – it's got to be so hard being so famous. You Is know? it like blonde blonde? I'm it's like blonde. It's now. very blonde blonde. No, I mean, I'm not saying she's not interesting. Like Sylvanesso chick went blonde? Yeah, it's very blonde. But – and that's not even – I'm not even saying, like, she's not worthy of the of the attention. No, it's just interesting. It's yeah. just got to be so tough. Like, like every decision you make aesthetically is going to be – It's going to be like, gonna be what, what does about. this mean? Yeah. But her new song, Your Power, is like a really cool acoustic song. Is it and soft? It's very, it's soft, but it like goes in a way that's like quiet energy, which I really love. Okay, I really need to listen to this. She does that, she does that vibe really well, but it's basically about uh, corruption in the music industry, Whew. which I, th uh, or at least is that was mine. Is it a radio song? I don't know. You know, I haven't listened to the radio in so long. Do you think people even listen to the I don't radio even, anymore? Yeah, I don't even know how to listen do to the radio. Do people just do Spotify mostly? I, th I mean, all of all of the people that I am around that listen to music listen Dang. to Spotify. If I see someone share an Apple Music thing, I'm like, oh, wow, look at that. That's weird. Interesting. Yeah. But uh, your power is really great. Also, Gregory Allen Isaacoff and the Lumineers just released songs, just released covers of each other's songs, which I love. Yeah. Uh, Gregory Allen covered the Lumineers' The Salt in the Sea. And then the Lumineers covered Gregory Allen's Caves, and it's really great. 
I love both of those bands a lot. Yep. Okay. That's you, so cool. You want to jump over cool to Patreon? Thing. Yeah, we need to find a new show to watch. I was going to... Can someone recommend a show for us? Yeah, can you recommend a show? And here's what we need. Here's, I need a show that is as happy as Ted Lasso. We need some joy. We need joy. That's that's the only requirement. Uh, yeah, I don't want to watch Shows it. that we love, Shits Creek, we really loved. We loved Ted Lasso. We, Parks I, and Rec, The Office, I was going to say 30 Friends, Rock. 30 yeah. Rock. I mean, you know, like it's just a happy Arrested show. Arrested Development. Yeah, we're watching Modern Family right now, but for some reason we can't really get into Have it. Have we seen all of it? I think so. I think we just can't get into it. Help us out. Help us out. Okay, let's jump over to Patreon. We're going to talk about the Oscars. Gotcha. Bye.